Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. This is Jess. And I'm Haley. <laughs> I feel like I almost need an alter ego or a different persona to go into this episode, though. For those of you who might not know, um, we're turning 30 soon. And so we had the idea of doing a Dirty 30 episode. I mean, if you've listened to our previous episodes, then you know that we definitely have shared dirty details before about our lives, but we figured this was on brand for turning 30, and so we're going to dive a little bit deeper into some questions that listeners have asked us, um, and then some random other questions that we came up with to really expose ourselves here. So brace yourselves, guys. (laughs) Yeah, this will be absolutely amazing. Um, Maybe a little bit embarrassing too, but we are here for it. I love when we get listeners who are like, I feel like I'm just like sitting down talking with my friend, like being part of the conversation. So I hope that we can kind of give that sort of feel with this episode too. And maybe you can send us your dirty stories afterwards. But I did want to start this off. I looked up the definition of dirty 30, like in the urban dictionary, and there was a variety of different responses and I thought that it would be fun to kind of kick this off with some of those. What do you think of when you hear dirty 30? I mean I feel like in the past of what I've known about 30th birthdays people kind of use them as like their like last hurrah kind of birthday I feel like. So I think that's why they call it Dirty 30 is it's almost like a remake of their like 21st birthday, I feel like for a lot of people. They're like, how wild can I get before I like go into actual adulthood? Because I feel like 20s, like you're still an adult, but you're also still young. I feel like 30s really like the threshold where people are like, okay, I got to like actually be a responsible adult now. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm approaching 40. (laughs) Approaching 40. (laughs) Well, it is. It's like the decade before your 40s, whereas the 20s are the years before your 30s. Haley's like 30th birthday? No, this is my 40th. (laughs) (laughs) Life is over. Yeah, so one of the urban dictionary definitions sounds very similar to kind of your idea. It says it's a fun-filled birthday party to celebrate someone's 30th year. It's usually filled with booze and shenanigans with your closest friends. Okay, duh. Um, (laughs) If you're turning 30 and you're trying to, like, approach your birthday as, like, a booze-free person and you don't want to involve booze, we do have an episode on that. Yes, we Um, do. But there were some other really fucking weird, dirty, 30, like urban dictionary things, which doesn't surprise me. This one was funny. It says, when a woman reaches the age of 30 and becomes an insatiable nymphomaniac. What? <laughs> I don't know. That's also a thing I have heard, though, that like women in their 30s are like, sex goddesses I feel like I've always heard that like you know your 20s is like the years of like doing all your experimenting and then by 30 you're like I know what I like and I've got this shit down like it's a blessing to be with me (laughs) um the other one says so the dirty 30s the age at which a woman without children realizes that their biological clock is ticking and as a consequence, may lower their standards. I feel like this was written by a man. (laughs) 
Well, the first part I was going to say, yeah, definitely agree. The second part I don't agree with. But yeah, I mean, for sure, that's something I've thought about. I'm like, shit, I'm almost 30 and I don't have kids yet. I mean, we've obviously talked about that on the podcast before that I'm not even sure if I want them. But like, if I did, shit, I don't have that much time left. Are the 30s the years when women start freezing their eggs? I think so. (laughs) We're so old, Haley. (laughs) What happened? I don't know. Like just yesterday, we were like getting our driver's permits together. I don't understand life. I actually was at that Department of Licensing building just last week, and I thought about that. I thought about our permit pictures, like our little 15-year-old selves. Such an adorable picture. Uh, Such an embarrassing picture. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but I don't know what my fashion sense was back then. I mean, I still don't have fashion sense, so I don't know why I'm judging myself. (laughs) It was just way different then. Yeah, you talked about how you're like trying to figure out your style into your 30s. Yeah. Okay. So this is what happened to me. Oh, gosh. So (laughs) I had like a very like epiphany moment because I used to always like whenever my birthday and Valentine's Day came around, I would like buy myself a cute new like dress or like outfit to wear out for Valentine's Day or out for my birthday. Well, granted, this was when I used to actually go out on Valentine's Day and for my birthday. And the last few years, I obviously haven't really done like a big celebration. And so I haven't like actually bought new clothes like that in a while. And I was like, I want a new outfit for my birthday. So I went shopping and realized that the stuff I like does not fit me the same anymore. Um, so that was soul crushing. (laughs) Like, it's not that it looked bad, but like, I'd say that my fashion sense back in the day was a little risque, you know, when I was 25 or so. And I still think that that's what I should be wearing because I just like to mentally black out the last four years of my life and think that I'm still 25, 26. Well, that's that's not what I'm supposed to do anymore. So I had to find very like, for lack of better word, more conservative clothing. Oh my God. It's funny because I'm like, well, what are you even talking about? Like what clothes are you talking I mean, like, about? Okay. For example, like back in the day, my but in my legs were a lot nicer than they are now. So like I was still like picking up all the short dresses off of the rack and then I was trying them on and I was like, Jesus Christ, like (laughs) there's no way in hell I would wear this out in public. Like what am I thinking? Like this shit used to look good on me because it does not now. So then I was having to go back out and like find dresses that were like the longer, you know, dresses they're still cute they're still sexy but it's just different from what I used to shop for so I was just really thrown off but I did end up finding about like six different things that I was obsessed with so I'd say it was a successful shopping trip overall that's funny I wore like a pretty short dress to a wedding just it looked so cute on you by the way I was like I love that dress I bought it for New Year's a few years ago and I've worn it a couple of times since but I totally know what you mean. I'm like, damn, like I have to like pull this dress down when I'm sitting down. Like I can't like bend over, you know. Like I used to want to show off my thighs and now I'm like, I don't want anybody to see my thighs. Like (laughs) how did I get here? Okay. That painted a better picture for me. So thank you. Um, Okay. So 
Do you want to start this off? Yeah. Um, so Haley thought of some random things to ask me and I told her not to tell me so that I can really just test myself off the whim here. I don't know if it's going to work, but we'll see how good my memory is. <laughs> yeah. And some of the questions I have too, it's because I'm like, I know that I have like a dirty story to share with it too. Okay. So, okay. so if I fail to like give good stuff, Haley will at least. That's good. Yeah, well, for some of them, but I know how hard it is being put on the spot. Like, even some of the other questions that listeners have, I'm like, damn, I need to think about this for, like, a hot second. But the first question I have, and I do have a story for this, too, was what was the worst thing you ever sent to the wrong person? So I'm thinking, like, text messages, emails, like, Instagram DMs, like, things like that. Have you ever sent something to the wrong person that was very, like, cringeworthy, uncomfortable. I honestly don't know if I've ever had that type of moment where I've like sent something to the wrong person. At least not that I'm, that was atrocious enough for me to like vividly remember. Mm -hmm. But I do kind of have a spin off of that story. Okay, let's hear it. slightly similar. Um, I took some sexy selfies one time and to send to somebody and I later that day was having dinner with my parents and showed my dad something on my phone and somehow my dad ended up in my camera roll and I wasn't like I couldn't see what he was looking at on my phone right so he just got this like weird expression on his face and I was like what and then I was like oh fuck <laughs> So I grabbed my phone out of his hand and my sexy selfie was up on the screen. Oh, no. And I just looked at him and he was like, was that you? <laughs> and I was like, yep. Thanks for that, dad. <laughs> we all just started laughing. But I was fucking mortified. I literally, like, you guys cannot see me, but I had, like, my hand over my mouth. I'm just picturing this go down. That would be absolutely yeah. horrible. Um, Haley knows my dad too, so that makes it a lot worse for for her to understand more context to the story. He's definitely not the kind of person I want to see my sexy selfies. Um, but also, like, I still have moments to this day where I remember that that happened. I'm sure he has moments like that too. <laughs> I'm sure the same thing happens to him still. You guys both regret that. He is never going into your camera roll ever again. Yeah. He scared him off for good. First off, though, the, 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 the fact that he had to ask, was that you? I feel like tells me that I took a good sexy selfie. <laughs> like you a know? mysterious one? Kind of accomplished like for that part. <laughs> like, he wasn't even sure if that was his own daughter because, like, that's how good of a picture it was. <laughs> <laughs> My hand went back over my mouth. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, sorry, Dad. That's hilarious. Thank you. Okay, what's sharing. your story of that? Okay, so long story short, I guess I was this was one of the times I went to Vegas for a tanning convention with my former coworkers. It was actually the night that I did cocaine and got super fucking drunk. Um, but during this, like prior to going out, one of the girls had taken a topless photo of me and another girl. Oh my god, I remember this. There. Um, really, I cannot tell you how this came to be, what happened. Um, but I just know that there's like a topless photo of me and this other girl. Well, 
my drunk ass for one sent it to Dustin and then I was trying to send it from the girl who took its phone to the other girl in the photos phone and I just typed in the first three letters of her name because it was like short and I hit send but I sent it to um, somebody who was like the spray tan technician for the (laughs) and um yeah, so she got the photo, and oh, it was a female though. It was a female, Thank yes, freaking god, yes. And I like instantly was like, oh my god, sent that to the wrong person. But then, what the fuck do you say? Like, <laughs> she knows us, like she works with us. So, um, that was really fucking awkward. Wait, were your guys' faces in it too, or was uh, it yeah? <laughs> yeah our faces were in it and then tits you could have like I don't know yeah it off a little bit easier yeah no she knew who it was she fucking knew who it was bad oh, decisions my but... god okay I totally remember that story but I don't think I knew the part that you accidentally sent it to the other person too yeah. like I knew you had sent it to Dustin while you were trying that is hysterical yeah so that was oh my god so did she quit after that the technician <laughs> or did she stay working for the company yeah you know I can't remember if at that time she was like a former employee or if at that time she was working with us I really can't remember but she did yeah she wasn't there for too long I'm hoping she was a former employee and she was like thank fucking god I got out of there look at these people (laughs) bitches party hard Yeah, this is something I left out of that oh. mixing business and booze episode that oh, yeah. was way further than That is so I funny. To. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. That's great. This <laughs> So, I feel like this is weird to ask you, but like <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited. <laughs> so like what's your biggest turn on? Like what is something sexually that is a turn okay. on? So like a sexual turn on, not like a not just like a tattoos. Okay. Well, God, <laughs> Haley said my answer right there. Um, <laughs> she knows me so well. Okay. Sexual turn on. That's a great question. These are the kind of things you should know by the time you turn 30. So she's really testing me. Um, <laughs> okay. Can I get really gross with this? Sure. <laughs> Journey 30 episode, you can tell me whatever. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna get really gross with this because my other part of this answer I feel like is not that thrilling. Like, I was gonna say, like, I really like like neck kisses, like in the heat of the moment, but I'm like, that's not that dirty. Like, you can do that technically non sexually too, and you know what I mean? But okay, so my favorite thing. Um, <laughs> this is so, this is so good. Oh, I'm just thinking about all of the parents of the people I know that are going to end up listening to this episode. And oh my I'm God. So sorry if any of my boyfriend's parents listen to this. You can excuse yourself now. Yeah. Please <laughs> stop listening stop. now if I have ever dated your son. Um, <laughs> okay. So one of my biggest turn-ons, the thing that turns me on the most is to watch my boyfriend jack off. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> Can't explain it, but it turns me on. And I, I feel like, like like watch them watch porn and jack off, like yeah, that no. kind of thing. But like, and it doesn't even have to be like a full, but like I like to watch them touch themselves kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or um, like do it while they're looking at me, but like they're not touching me yet kind of thing. Yeah, that gets me going. 
I was going to ask. Now I have a follow-up question. Oh, okay. Only because you were in a long-distance relationship for so long. I'm like, were you guys having virtual sex if this is a turn-on for you? Um, I mean, it was definitely a turn-on before my long-distance relationship. Like, I will say it's been a thing for me for quite okay. a while. Um, But yes, it does make FaceTime sex pretty enjoyable for me okay so that's cool (laughs) (laughs) but you know what else is funny to add to that I hate being watched I feel like that your answer is like an answer that you would hear from like a typical guy like watching a girl like touch themselves would be like a turn on um but I hate when they watch me like I'm like this is so awkward like it feels like so much fucking pressure yes exactly (laughs) and like stop staring at me like that Like, I don't know how long this is going to take. Also, I think that's the other problem. I'm like, okay, like, do you have 45 minutes? (laughs) And then I still might not finish. Are you dedicated to this? I feel like we've never talked about sex this in depth on the podcast. No, definitely not. Um, Okay, my biggest turn on. I like, like, from behind, like, kind of neck kisses or like in my Uh ear like the closeness when I'm being like intimate um that I would say is like my biggest turn on that that's a good one yeah I can definitely say I like it not my biggest turn on but I like it as well so I can totally understand it um can I ask a follow-up question to you two now sure (laughs) (laughs) what about from behind like light choking I don't know no? I can't say I know. I've never, never tried. No. No. Nope. So maybe that I move will. was that move was pulled on me one time unexpectedly, and it was like terrifying and amazing at the same time. Okay. So like single hand <laughs> choke or like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, single hand. <laughs> I said light choking. Like okay. let's just. Remember that I said light choking here. I did not say like choke choking. Okay. Like okay. instead of like the kisses, just like a hand. Like, okay. And not like suffocating you. Yes. Okay. I could absolutely see that. Just like, like a neck holding. grab. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could like if you pass that. out during it, you should probably break up with that person. No. But. <laughs> Okay. No, it's funny. I feel like going into my 30s, I'm like, I really do want to be like more sexual. So like even things that I'm like, I, I've never done that before. I'm like, why the fuck not try it? Well, there you go. Now you guys can try no some idea. light choking. <laughs> Tell Dustin you recommended it. <laughs> God. Don't say that. How about you just take that one as your own idea? Okay. okay. <laughs> you can patent that one. I don't. I don't need my name on it. <laughs> Oh, that's great. This is amazing. (laughs) Okay. This is kind of like a light question, but have you ever flashed anybody, like, aside from your significant other? I don't think so. It's always been on my bucket list. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Actually, no, I lied. I did flash somebody one time. It was in high school, my senior year, (laughs) and it was during a game of beer pong. Same. And it was like a bet. We had like, it was like me and a girlfriend playing against two of our guy friends. And it was like a bet, like if you lose, well, actually we're playing technically like strip beer pong, 
um, but like only down to like underwear. And then we actually lost, so we had to like flash them in so. I feel like it was it was pretty innocent because like nothing weird. Strip of beer pong. (laughs) (laughs) Strip beer pong. (laughs) You know. But I the reason I said it's always been on my bucket list too though is because there's a specific thing that's always on been on my bucket list. And honestly, I probably might have even mentioned this on here before. I don't even know if I have, but I always dreamt of going to a Blink-182 concert and flashing them. That's always been on my bucket list. Where did Um, that come from? I have no idea. Okay. Probably came from the teenage me who used to listen to Blink-182 and... Is that what people did at their concerts? I feel like they always had, like, hot women on all of their, like, album covers and stuff and, like... I don't know. They were like, they were like, their album was like my first experience of like, oh, men think women are hot. Like, (laughs) what? Like, I remember they had this like hot nurse on their album cover and my brothers were like, oh my God. And I was like, it's a nurse. What is wrong with you? Like, why are you speaking and looking at this girl on this CD this way? Yeah, I just remember that. And then so I think like Blink One Eighty Two, I always saw them as like, oh, they like like hot girls kind of thing. I, I was like, know. I want to be a hot girl for Blink One Eighty Two. Like, I want to go to their concert. That's and, like, genius marketing. I'm yeah. sure I saw so many tits. <laughs> they probably did. I cannot be the only woman that had that on their list. So. Totally. If you're listening and you also <laughs> have this on your list, we need to know. Oh. But it never happened, um, sadly, because Blink-182, I kind of missed that era of concert tours. I was a little <laughs> young for that. <laughs> um, I have, I think I've only ever had the same experience as you with flashing um, somebody. But it was the guy I was dating's friends that I flashed in beer pong. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's complicated. Yeah. Well, he was playing beer pong with me and he was like, cool with it. So I don't really, I don't know fully how this happened, but I do remember I did that. That was going to be my follow-up question. Like, was there an argument that happened after this or was everybody on the same page? (laughs) Yeah, no argument. Okay, good. For once in our, (laughs) the only time. Let's move on to one of our listener questions. Okay. Are you pausing on yours? Well, no. Just the other ones are not very interesting. The other one that I had is, it reminded me of TikTok, and it was, what's your favorite swear word? And you know the TikTok sound is like, what's your favorite cuss word? Probably fuck. Yeah. Um, My favorite cuss word is fuck, for sure. Okay. I will agree with that. I, I am the kind of person that like, if I'm excited or if I'm scared, the only thing that comes out of my mouth is cuss words. And fuck is at the top of my vocabulary. It's funny. My dad always would yell at me for swearing. And he still kind of does to this day. He'll be like, like, watch your mouth. I totally got my potty mouth from my dad. Like, he used to say the F word all the time. I mean, my mom did too. I have no idea who I got my potty mouth from. Neither of, my, neither of my parents really like swear. But my parents always talk about how much I swear. So I did work in construction, so I do blame it on that a little bit too because the guys on the job sites would always swear. And so then I would be talking to them all day long and then I would just be swearing myself. So, okay. Um, a listener asked us, <laughs> what is your body count? <laughs> you and I talked about this the other day and I know your answer. 
don't you do? We talked about this. Well, I only know your answer is like you don't. Know. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, wait, I had an answer because I don't have an answer. <laughs> but then they also asked, it could be either how many people have we dated or how many people have we actually slept with. So, so do you know how many you've dated? High school boyfriend. My two-day relationship that I had after that one. <laughs> Shout out to him. Um, <laughs> then my first serious relationship, I would call it, because I don't really count my high school one as being a serious one. So that's three. Um, and then my other serious relationship right after him. And then my now serious relationship. So I'd say five. Like okay. seriously dated. I mean, I've, like, seen people for, like, a few months here and there, but not been in, like, actual relationships. So I'd say five. Yeah, it's funny. As you were going through all those people, I'm, like, checking them off in my head. Like, okay. And I only count the two-day guy because I was also friends with him for a really long time, and he's, like, been in my life since, like, elementary school. So there's, like, more to our relationship than just the two days we were officially together. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> oh, God. What about you? So I've only been in two serious relationships, including my marriage. Um, so I, like, lost my virginity to my high school boyfriend, which was my first serious relationship. And then we were together for a couple years. And then I was actually only single for a couple months before I got married. Well, met my husband and then got married. So I can count the people I've slept with on one hand. Amazing. Yeah, there, there is one that I'm like, one situation that is very like unclear in my mind of like, did we or did we not hook up? But I'm definitely not counting it as we hooked up because I don't is think this, we did. Um, is this one I know about? I just remember you, I kicked you out of the car. <laughs> you were like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's Sorry. funny is I have a car hookup scenario too where it's slightly unclear of what happened. So don't suggest Wait. trying to hook up in cars because things get a little hazy in there. <laughs> yeah, especially not when you're drunk. <laughs> and then I just feel like I there was like not much there. So. <laughs> yeah, same with my yeah. situation. Okay, I think I know what situation you're talking about. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. you do. Because there was a later situation which kind of proved my um problem with the first. Yes, we actually did a podcast episode about this. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys aren't sure what we're talking about, you can go back and listen to the um, Don't Fuck Your Guy Friends episode because that's where that person is talked about. Yes. <laughs> Very entertaining. <laughs> well, yeah, as far as how many people I've slept with, I have not done like an actual count of that in a while, so I cannot tell you like an exact number. Um, I'm going to say it's probably definitely both hands. Um <laughs> Maybe a foot or two. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say before I get myself in trouble. You should not get in trouble for <laughs> anything like that. No, I know. But a lot of, a lot of them I'm not proud of, but I did kind of have a wild streak for a while there where sleeping with people was kind of a, um, personal goal of mine when I would go out. Haley okay. knew about this. One time Haley was at a party with me and I was like, that guy's really cute. And you were like, oh, is he the one for tonight? And I was like, maybe. And I then, don't remember this. 
I didn't actually sleep with him, but I did hook up with him in other ways. Oh. It was in Bellingham. Okay. Still don't know. I think, oh, I do know. Yeah, yeah. I do know. It was a house party. I know about. Yes, I yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there was okay. a picture of us with like backward hats on or something. Yeah. I, I actually always wondered what you did. Like if no, no, you no. had sex, I don't think we ever talked about it. Yeah, no, didn't have sex. At least not that I remember. I was drunk, um, but did do other stuff. So, um, Okay, this question leads me to a follow-up question, but it's okay. not about – It's you don't have to answer anything personal. Well, I guess it's personal. But do you <laughs> would you want to know the amount of people that your partner has slept with? Like, is this something that you'd want to know about your current relationship? Um, specifically, how many people they've slept with? No, because like I said, I have, like, people I've slept with that meant literally nothing to me, and so I'm like – if they want to know, I'll tell them that. But um, it's more important for me to know, like, who were the important people from your past? Like, who were the people that you had the relationships with and, like, what happened kind of in those situations? Um, and that's more so, like, I don't know. That's more so for, like, obviously for me to understand why you are the way that you are. Like, relationships make you who you are and form you and, like, you know, for me, a lot of like my trust issues are from past relationships. And so like explaining that to a partner is obviously helpful so that they understand mm-hmm. like, oh, it's not me. Like, <laughs> this is just something that you've been through. So it's triggering. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have asked like, I've asked Stephen to tell me about like his past people that he's been with that he's felt a serious connection with and like, talk to me about that. And we've shared those things with each other but no I've never asked him like how many people have you slept with because I'm I just don't feel like that's really my business like you can in the modern day world you can have sex with somebody and move on with your life and it literally can not mean a thing I feel like you know what I mean so yeah I kind of feel like I just don't really want to know I'm like I don't want to ask a question that the answer could potentially upset me or make me feel some sort of way. And I remember even, so like in my very first serious relationship, like I was under the impression that my ex-boyfriend had only other ever been with one other person. And I remember when I found out that he had been with more than that and he like was untruthful, mm. I was like really upset about it. So I don't know. I just like don't want to ask questions that can lead me to be more emotional about things that I don't need to know about. And I think that's definitely a preference for people. Some people want to know. Some people don't want to know. I'm the kind of person that sometimes if I – even though I know I'm not going to enjoy your answer in the moment, I'd rather know it so that I don't always wonder in my head for, like, the rest of my life. Like, hmm, I wonder how many people they've slept with kind of yeah. thing. Like, I know it'll piss me off, but sometimes I still have to, like, okay, just – just fucking hit me with it. Like, just tell me. This is going to be a rough moment for both of us to get through, but we'll get through it and then yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> this reminded me of On Love Island, the reality TV show. Like, sometimes they would guess how many people their yeah. partners have slept with and then they'd like have a guess and then they'd actually share their answers. But I always remember they always, like, the guys' numbers would be really high and they'd be like, like totally all for it or or like not believe them if they had a lower number. But as Mm -hmm. soon as the girls like were above 
a certain number, it was always like, oh my God, I can't believe she did that. Like, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. There's definitely still a double standard that comes with it these days too. That's, so it does make it difficult to, uh, to talk about yeah. for women. Um, and I think that's why I feel guilty and like remorseful about some of mine. Cause I'm like, why did I do that? Like, but then again, it's whatever. Like, yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't fucking matter if somebody truly loves you, then they'll be able to and, get over that it's not yeah. a big deal and I mean some people are like in long-term relationships like having consistent sex so like for somebody to be single and to have yeah. inconsistent sex with like multiple partners like well, why is that frowned upon you know what I mean yeah. so yeah mm-hmm. there's so much that goes into it but I just don't think you should feel ashamed about that <laughs> at all you want to do another listener question yeah let's okay what was the hardest part of your 20s <laughs> I think this is probably pretty obvious for both of us, I feel like. Just kind of – well, I just kind of feel like probably the ups and downs of, like, figuring out, like, what I wanted to do and where I'm headed and all of that mm-hmm. um, was probably the hardest. I'd say probably my 20s, like, before I quit drinking, I would also classify as the hardest just because I feel like I – wasn't really living up to like who I wanted to be and I was really into like people pleasing and like just trying to be a certain way so if I could take back those years where I said yes to a lot of things that I should have said no to I I mean I can't say I wouldn't do it over um because I know I learned a lot of lessons through that but I'd say that that was probably the hardest for me okay what about you um hardest part was definitely just all the chronic illness stuff that obviously threw me for a loop and I was not expecting to have to deal with that at all in life um or at least not until I was like 80 um and so yeah that was really fucking difficult but at the same time I do know that a lot of good came out of it and I learned a lot about myself and I'm like a thousand times a better person because of it so I can't say that like I wish it never happened or like I wish I never went through that because it did also open my eyes to a lot of things. Um, and so I am thankful for it in a very twisted way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, but then they also asked what was the best part of your 20s. Do you have an answer for that? Um, best part of my 20s was probably this year, moving to fucking Arizona, to be honest. I feel like that's the most exciting thing I've done for myself in my 20s um yeah and that's that's hard to judge though because I feel like there's been a lot of other great moments in my 20s but then now looking back at them I'm like those weren't as significant as I thought they were and obviously this is very prominent in my life right now so it feels like the biggest deal to me but I don't know as you know I've always wished to live somewhere sunny and I've always wanted to move away from home and I was never able to make that happen until now and so I know. I'd say it's – I'm pretty happy I did it before I turned 30 so that I can say that it was, you know, in my 20s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and now you just got to live it in your 30s and really yep. experience it. Yeah, I think, like, quitting my job stands out to me, but only because that, like, created a lot of other things to happen. And I just feel like being able to really figure out, like, what it is that I wanted to do, having the freedom and the ability to do that, and, like, having Dustin, like, financially support us most of the time. Like, I feel like this kind of period of figuring things out has 
has probably been the best part of my 20s. And then I guess going into my 30s, I am just really excited because I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. It's it's funny to think about because like, you know, we've obviously been best friends since first grade and I feel like our lives, and this might be a huge reason why we are best friends, I feel like our lives have been on a very similar like path Mm -hmm. our entire friendship. Like we both had those like moments in the same year where you decided to go alcohol free and like you were dealing with all of that and I was dealing with all the chronic illness Mm -hmm. stuff. Now we're both at the point where we're like feeling like almost like we have a new lease on life and it's like an entirely different life than our early 20s. But we're like so excited about it and I just, I just love it that we get to like be by each other and like be best friends for each other during that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to come down and celebrate your birthday with you this weekend. Oh my God. I'm so excited. This episode's actually going to be dropping on your birthday. Yes. So happy birthday, Jess. If you're listening, (laughs) you guys send her a message. It's her birthday. My 30th birthday. So I feel like the conversation we just had kind of leads into this other question that this person had that says, um, oh, where you thought you'd be versus where you are in your 30s or headed into your 30s. Like, do you think that where you, you are where you thought you'd be or do you think that you're somewhere different? Absolutely not where I thought I would be. Um, most of my 20s, I feel like I thought I was going to have a solid career like in construction and working the nine to five normal thing like I thought my career was going to be like the biggest part of me um that's that's what I wanted at the time um or at least that's what I thought I wanted I also definitely thought I would have my own house have a husband um potentially be more I don't know more have more of an answer on the whole kids situation um my mom had kids like super young. So I feel like I compare myself to that a lot. And I always like every birthday, I'm like, geez, another year where I haven't wanted to pop out a child. And my mom did this like eight years ago. So I'm really not sure what's going on. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I mean, I expected all of those things for myself and I have none of those. So <laughs> uh, not that I'm not happy with my life. I'm very happy with where I'm at. Um, with the other things that have happened. But yeah, definitely not what I expected. I feel like I'm exactly where I thought I would be, which sounds so weird to actually say. Just considering everything that kind of had to fall into place for this to happen. Like I own a house and it's like a nice house that I actually like um, with my husband. I miss it. (laughs) I do. Well, it's funny. Like I literally thought that we'd be in like some kind of starter house, you know, to get started. But I feel like the way that we went about saving money for buying a house and we just were really slow to do it. We rented a crappy apartment for so long. Like, I feel like the payoff was so fucking worth it. And yeah, so I mean, I figured I'd have a house, figured I'd be married. I didn't know that I would have a dog, but I'm so fucking happy that I do have a dog. I live near the beach. And then also, like, I have my business now. And it's a retail business, which, you know, all of my 20s, that's not really what I was, like, exploring for my business options. So I just feel like it's kind of wild that this is where I've ended up, like, right before my 30s that I I feel like I have exactly what I wanted for my career. So that's a little bit wild. I love that so much. Yeah. That makes me so happy to hear you say all that, like, out loud. 
now. <laughs> You're That's sweet. exciting. Yeah, I know. Sometimes like when I'm working late hours or I feel like I'm like working a ton, I'm like, wow, I really wanted this for myself. I even remember when I left Tropical Tan and then I ended up working at the bank. When I was leaving Tropical Tan, I interviewed for a job at Victoria's Secret to be like a retail, like to set up their displays and shit. But they had like filled the position and were just like looking for cashiers. But I just remember like even that I was like, wow, I really fucking wanted to actually do this. Like this is what I would have pursued if I could choose to. So, yeah. And for those of you who don't know already, Haley's new business, Cactus & Co. in Kameno, indoor plant shop. Go check it out if you haven't because it's amazing and so beautiful. And I really, like, get sad that I can't visit it in, like, in person anymore because I see all of your, like, Instagram stuff, obviously. And I'm just like, it's so beautiful. I think it's seriously such a skill of yours. Like, that creativeness, I feel like you're getting to, like, explore that and use that so much in this new business. And I just love that for you yeah well it's even more special though to think about the fact that you started it like you and Caitlin I don't know I just feel like that's like so cool too because I mean I wouldn't have ended up there obviously if it hadn't been for you so just looking back I'm like I know this is this is meant for me so what a sentimental moment I love it I love love how this is the direction our dirty 30 episode (laughs) goes in we start with the raunchy shit and now we're like oh you're gonna make me cry (laughs) so cute well we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode again wish jessica a happy birthday if you're listening on saturday may 28th um yeah and rate and review the podcast and please dm us any funny stories that you have too we want to we want to hear from you guys as well yeah and make sure to follow us on instagram at social soul podcast as well thanks for listening guys we'll catch you next time (laughs) bye